You're listening to Go 10 Lisa podcast with Lisa Waldron, where you get 10 episodes per season filled with inspirational, funny, tearjerker episodes from a single mom's perspective. Are you ready for this? Are you ready for this? Well, get ready, get set, go! Happy, happy Friday, guys. It is Friday. It is cloudy today for some reason. Still a little bit chilly um, here in Georgia, Atlanta, Georgia, in the United States. So I have so many topics to talk about, guys. And, you know, if you have been listening to my podcast and be sure to subscribe if you haven't already, tell a friend. So I have my 10 episodes to discuss, but then interesting topics come up and I like have to talk about it. And I still have to talk about Kanye because I have him on my list. He was supposed to be my first episode, but um, my guess, my guess. So today's topic, guys, is going to be um, an interesting one and yet I don't want it to feel like it's news because a lot of people don't watch the news like to listen to the news but I think this is an important topic for just for awareness just so everyone is aware right so the topic is sex trafficking and there's a number of reasons why I want to talk about this because Anyone that knows me or have heard me watch my videos and everything knows that I love, I love, I love the royal family in England because I too feel like I'm royalty and heck, we all are all royalty, right? But then in the news came out about Prince Andrew, you know, allegedly, you know, still having a friendship with um, a pedophile and there was a lot of, you know, sex trafficking stuff going on. But before that, I wanted to touch on the subject also because I was shocked to find out that Atlanta, Georgia in the United States is one of the top major hubs for sex trafficking. I was like, get out of here, Georgia. I couldn't believe it. Like of all the states, Georgia, I, it, you know, people wonder why I don't watch the news because it's so depressing. I mean, it's good for some educational stuff and, you know, to be aware and all that kind of stuff, but it's just sad. And I just keep in, I just keep hearing more and more stories, more weird stories and I'm going to share with you with my, my own experience in regards to what I thought was perhaps a uh, sex trafficking or a sting about to go down and what I did. Or you tell me, was it sex trafficking or was they, I don't, I don't even know. It's just not even with Prince Albert becoming friends with a pedophile and all this kind of stuff. This has been going on for a while and... If you don't, if you live in a bubble like me, you are oblivious, okay? Oblivious to a lot of the stuff that's going on in the world. But sometimes there are things that make you go, WTH or WTF? 
because it's like, what the heck? <laughs> so, um, it's, it's so much to talk about, so much to talk about, but I was just looking it up before I start talking to you guys. And this month in November, 2019 in Atlanta, they arrested, they arrested, um, about 169. Can I understand my own handwriting is 159, 169 people that are involved in this sting operation. Can you believe it? I can't believe it. And of that, nine were rescued. Nine. I'm sure there was a lot more, but they rescued nine. And the youngest one was a 14-year-old girl. And what a lot of people don't realize is that it's not just the girls they're trying to kidnap and put into the sex trafficking world. It's the boys as well. So let me just go back a little bit um, and explain to my listeners what is sex trafficking. Sex trafficking is human trafficking for the purpose of sexual exploitation, including sexual sexual slavery. It's a lot of S's, <laughs> including sexual slavery. A victim is forced in one way of a variety of ways into a situation of dependency on their traffickers and then used by said traffickers to give sexual services to customers. In other words, folks, um, last I check, we are out of slavery, but it looks like people are trying to put people back into slavery, which is a sad, sad, sad world. It's like the world is trying to evolve and then you take like 100 steps backwards. I mean, there were movies that come out about sex trafficking. Jada Pinkett Smith and her daughter years ago was trying to bring attention. That's how I first heard about it years ago because I had no idea. Years ago, they were bringing awareness, using their platform and bringing awareness to the world to talk about sex trafficking and how, and it's a lot of um, African-American children that they're doing it to. And they even stepped up the game, guys, and what I heard the other day was so disturbing. I, I, I was just like, oh my God. So not only are some people sex trafficking for the sole purpose to just have them tied up and locked up and just having sex with all these random people. And I don't even know if they're drugging them. They probably are. Poor things. And But some of them are going the extra step and selling body parts and like organs and st- I was like what kind of world are we living in when did this start happening and then I heard that it's like a big big market for that especially for like someone that wants like a organ um you know need an organ part you know like a liver or a kidney or a heart or a brain eyes whatever and sometimes the hospital is, um, you know, you have to be on a waiting list or something like that the majority of times and, or maybe you don't have the right insurance or whatever, but people are, are, are like killing people to get their parts. Come on, people, this has got to stop. And then when I looked at the people that were arrested, a lot of them were African-Americans. Here is the thing. Here, here is... 
I just have to take a moment just to breathe because I think in today's society, a lot of people want the quick money and don't want to put in the work. And especially, I I don't want to put it all on millennials, but it's like the quick, easy way. They don't want to, they don't want to be in the same situation like their parents and grandparents where they have to work for a living or put in their dues and whatever. So they want to do the quick, easy way and to make quick money and to evolve it. But sometimes you may come up with a good idea, but it's like, do you feel good about yourself when you come up with that idea? You're trying to erase the population and put us in an era that we have to come out of again. It, it It's just so messed up. It's just so mind-blowing. And so, you know... There's so many different angles I can go with this episode, but the major one is that I was watching the interview with Prince Albert, right? And he thought the interview went very well. And then come to find out afterwards that um, a lot of people didn't think that it did. And therefore he had to step down. Can you imagine stepping down as a royal and stripped of your duties? And so then... I watched the interview and I was also trying to watch the body language. Here's the thing. I'm no judge. I can make my opinions. Is that still judging? But the bottom line is that could he have answered some of the questions a little bit better? Yes. But one sentence he did say a couple of times is that he had no idea that his best friend was doing all of this not even his best friend, it was a friend, right? And it was a friend through a girl. So he was friends with a girl first and it was a girl's boyfriend. But anyway, the point is that what would you do in a situation like that? You know, you're rich, you're royalty, you go spend time with your friends. That's like somebody coming and asking you, hey, you went on vacation with your BFF and something. Did you know your BFF was selling drugs or... And you know your BFF was running a sex trafficking? Do you know? Did you know your BFF was a drug lord king? Did you know your BFF was doing X, Y, and Z? Now, unless your mind, you know, and he did say that, unless you're looking for those things, you will find it. But, and sometimes people are great manipulators. Some people would put on a facade and you don't even know what the heck is going on in their house around them. They can put on a good show. And so that's like me saying, you know, I'm watching these reality shows, for example, and you think you know those people. But suppose you find out that one of them is doing some terrible thing or whatever. Are we as viewers to say that we should have seen it or we should have um, suspected but i'm i'm just reaching right there but the point is that do you really know what's going on in your own you here here is a question for parents especially if you have teenagers and stuff like that do you even know what's going on half the time in your household with your kids it's like you have to be on top of them you have to watch them like a spy it 
even if something first comes up or something, then you're looking for those things. But go back to the beginning when, you know, you were oblivious and think that your child is good and perfect. And no, they didn't lie. Like someone told me the other day that their kid is homeschool and come to find out that they thought the kid was so innocent and the child was actually changing the grades to the homeschool test that she didn't score well on and somehow the parents busted her i was like you <laughs> kids will do bad kids will try you kids will try to outsmart the system and outsmart the game but then after that inst- instance you're going to look for reasons or be on the lookout for things that that child may do. The reason why I'm bringing up all of this is because the question was posed to Prince Andrew. After you knew your friend was doing bad and he was arrested and everything like that, why on earth did you go back and still hang out at his house? So his his explanation was, you know, because he's royalty and whatever and he had advices and stuff, he had to go and tell him in person, I cannot be seen with you, right? So here is the thing. How would you handle, like if your good, good, good friend or good family member did something wrong? It's awkward, guys. It's awkward. So I I can understand what he was saying, like, you know, yeah, these charges are against him. But is it someone just trying to get him for his money? Am I being a good friend? Or do you just cut them off and whatever? But he felt because of the position that he was in, that he had to make it a face-to-face. And sometimes you do need that face-to-face to make sure the message is clear. You know what I mean? I had to do something similar um, a couple of years ago where I just had to end this friendship. And I didn't do it face-to-face. I gave hints you know, and, um, but basically I just told the person straight up, you know, listen, I won't be calling you anymore. And sometimes you're going to have to do that because if you don't, people will linger and they will think, well, maybe they're taking a break and maybe they'll call me and blah, 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 blah. But the reason why I broke off that friendship is because even though it's nice to talk and, you know, gossip a little bit and whatever. It's like, I felt like a weird energy. Like every time I, I, I was finished talking to that person and I started thinking that that person was becoming obsessive in kind of a way, um, in regards to, you know, like, Oh, you're my BFF and all this stupid. No, I don't roll like that. (laughs) Sorry to say, the friends that I have, they're my friends. It's not to say that everyone cannot be my friend. It's to say that, it's almost to say that you're in a relationship, but you're not really in a relationship. It's to say, I mean, your friends, your family, you're in a relationship. A friendship is a relationship, but it's like, it's like, it's not sexual or anything like that. Don't get me wrong where I'm going. It's just that your BFF with someone, they know the ins and out of you. You know, you can rely on that person and so have it. But the point is that 
I don't know. It was just this weird feeling. And, you know, she told me a lot of her personal stuff and my spidey senses were going off. And I get that people have to do certain things to survive and what have you. And I just didn't want to be around some of the things that she was talking about doing, you know, or, you know, and the girl loved a, a lawsuit. It's like every little thing she wanted to file a lawsuit about. And I'm, and I was, I'm the kind of person guy, guys, that choose your battles, choose your battles in everything that you do. Not everything is a lawsuit. So anyway, um, I digress off that, but back to the sex trafficking situation here. So let me tell you my story and you guys will be shocked. Okay. So here's the thing. I was in Publix. I want to say it was, it was several years ago. I want to say it was over five or something like that. Now I have a couple of Publix near me. I have a couple of, um, Kroger and some other supermarkets. So I went to this one. I don't really go to this one, but I went to this one. Um, and I will say the location it's in Douglas County and, um, it is, where is that one again? Cause I rarely go to that one, but it's off Fairburn and Lee road somewhere over there. There's a Publix, right? And I just went in there just to pick up something. I can't remember if it was, it must've been, well, the girl was out of school, so Either it was close to the ending of the school day or lunch hour or something. I want to say it was because it wasn't that many people in there. But here's the story, guys. So I'm walking, you know, normally I walk and I don't pay attention unless something strikes me or whatever. But I don't look at everyone's face, guys. I just... I'm going to rush in here and herp and get what I need to get and herp and get home because the traffic is already bad. That's where my head is, right? So I'm in this aisle. I forgot what aisle it was. And there was a Hispanic mom and there was a teenage girl. Now, if I had to describe the teenage girl, I would say she had a little booty and she, you know, you know, was dressed in like, tight fitting clothes and okay so I don't pay attention to what caught my attention was that the mother was trying to was saying something to her and the girl just stood there like with an attitude like all teenagers do but she wasn't moving so it's like I passed them you know and the mother is saying something and I think the girl was on the phone and she didn't move but okay, so normally I would just say to myself, oh, this is a typical teenager. But what caught my attention, guys, was there was this big black guy, African-American guy, like not too far from the little girl. She had to be like around 13 to 15, somewhere around there, right? Okay, so he was just standing there pretending like he's looking at pasta boxes or whatever it was. Now, typically, a person doesn't look that long in an aisle. And even if you're going to look that long at a product, you move your body or move like your, you know, if someone's next to you, you're going to pretend like you're looking or walking up and down, looking. He just stood there like he didn't even move. 
He wasn't on the phone or anything. He was just standing there. So that's what caught my attention. So I said, huh, that's weird. So then I started to stay in the same aisle just to watch him. So then I figured out, oh, snap. He's watching the little girl with the little tight clothes on or whatever, right? Now, by this time, the mother is getting ready to leave the aisle and the little girl is still close to the guy. So I'm looking out for her and I'm like, okay, what the heck is about to go down here? Because I don't want to accuse anybody of anything, but I still got to check things out first before I run to the store manager or call the police or something. Okay, so then the girl finally moved. And in my mind, I was like, you better hurry up and get to your mama. So then she went down the next aisle. And I was like, good, she's close to her mother. And then the guy, he went another, he he turned around and went the opposite way. So I continued to shop. But hold up again. I saw the same guy in another aisle near the girl again. And I was like, I was that close to saying something to, something to the mother. I really was, guys. And I was like, what the hell is going on here? Is he following her? Do they know each other? You know, sometimes people know each other. Sometimes people have mixed families. But it was like a creepy kind of fall. Every aisle, because I, I still continue shop shopping, but I was still keeping an eye on them. But here goes the shocker of all shockers. So I saw the girl was by the mom, so that's why I didn't worry about it. But I saw him still lurking, like in the same aisle. And you know, sometimes that happened, you know, you go on the aisle, somebody go on the aisle with you, you know, whatever. But here is how God is good. Because some different aisle I must have turned down. And I saw another guy, another African-American guy. And this one was a little bit shorter. And he was, you know, a little bit meatier. And the two of them were talking. And I just happened to pass by because, you know, sometimes I can't hear that well. And especially in public, when they're playing the music and whatever. So I was like trying desperately to hear what they're saying, but yet still continue to shop. And I heard them say something like, Da, 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 her, like I said, like they were saying something about the little girl and whatever. So I was like, hold up, wait a minute, wait a minute. What the WTFFFFF is going on here? Are they trying to kidnap this little girl? But don't you see what's happening, folks? It was a sting operation. It was two guys. And then I started thinking, Oh my God, here it is. I'm watching them. They're watching the girl. Where the heck is the girl not moving to her mother? That's what was going on in my mind. If I leave right now and contact the manager, am I wrong? Am I wrong? Suppose it was they weren't following her, but you know, I'm a wannabe detective and I know they were following her. Okay. So here is the thing. If I leave, are they going to... So by that time, we're all by the cash register. They just happen to cash out at the same time. And they didn't even... Even though they knew each other and was talking and everything, they didn't even cash out. It was like me at one cashier register, the girl and the mom, the guy, 
and the other guy. It's like everyone was spread out. And thank God the mother must have, I think she must have caught on or something or kept telling the girl, stay by me or whatever. I was that close to going to her and say something, you know what I mean? And we were right there. And I was like, after that incident, I told all my family and friends, but here's the thing. I think I, I cashed out first because in my mind, I was like, good, she's with her mother. But I was like, those guys are so big. Suppose they overtake the mother and kidnap the girl. Yes, guys, my imagination can run wild with me. And I was hoping and praying that nothing happens. So I sat in my car and I was like, waiting. I wanted to see what they were driving. Lo and behold, it was a van. And I, the more that I think about it, the more I remember it had to be in the middle of the day. It had to be in the middle of the day. Maybe school was out or there was a holiday, but it was the middle of the day. And the reason why I remember was because there wasn't that many people in there. And I was like, what the heck? And I was like, and, and the reason why I remember was because I was telling my family and friends, can you imagine this is happening in the middle of the day in broad daylight? These two guys, and suppose there was a third or fourth and I didn't know. Suppose they were watching me. I have no idea. But I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. They were in Publix. In Publix. So then... I was just like, oh my God. But thank God the mother was with the daughter. And I was like, can you imagine if they try and... And in my mind, I was like trying to fathom, how the hell did they think they were going to get this girl out, out out of Publix without the mother knowing? Unless they were on both sides of her or something. But here is, here is a newsflash why I wanted to talk about the sex trafficking even more. It's because someone sent me something on Facebook. It's a beware um, video. They said, you know, spread this video around, beware, because not only are people kidnapping people to for sex trafficking and all this thing, Guess they must be aware that pe- that more women are spreading the news and more women are aware. Guess what they're doing now, guys? They're drugging them. And guess where this is happening? At Walmart. I said, oh my goodness, stop the madness. Now, many years ago on a radio station, I heard that Walmart, strangely enough, their parking lot is like a pickup area. You know, sometimes you go on a blind date but you don't want the other person to know where you live. So they meet at Walmart because they figure Walmart is crowded and, you know, you know, people won't know where you live. But what I tell people about if you're going to be on a blind date or something and you go to a public area, make sure that you, um, you know, make sure that you still look at your surroundings because people can still have other people follow you. So it's like always take a detour route to your house anyway. Even when I come into my subdivision, guys, and I see someone was following me up from the main road or whatever, I don't turn down the block that I live on. I go down another street just to see if they're going to follow me all the way. And then because it's a cul-de-sac, I can easily turn around. You've got to be aware of your surroundings. 
So the video and why I wanted to do the sex trafficking um, episode is for you is because guys, now they're drugging people, you know? So let's say you go to Walmart, right? And let's say that you're coming and you have all your groceries and stuff and what have you, and you're single and you're by yourself, whether it's early in the morning, midday, it's preferably early in the morning or late at night. They're putting stickers now on your windshield wiper. So therefore, when you, you know, let's say you put everything in the trunk or the back seat or whatever, and then you get into your car and you're like, oh, somebody put a flyer or a sticker on my windshield. Let me come out my car and take it off my windshield. That's when they get you guys. That's when they are watching you and that's when they get you and then take a, 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 a needle and then drug you right then and there and then drag you in a van and there you are in sex trafficking world. So when I saw that video, I was like, here we go again. Shocker world for me. Because the other morning at several months ago, I went to Walmart. And this is no pun on Walmart, but I went to a Walmart near me and I, I like to do stuff early in the morning. So I saw two cars, two guys outside the car talking and like a couple of rows, you know, a couple of spaces down was some other guy. So in my mind, I was like, this is weird. Are they meeting somebody who would be up this early in the morning in the parking lot of Walmart, just talking and hanging out as guys? Is this a hangout spot now or something? That was my first reaction. Then I was like, well, maybe their women went inside and they're waiting outside. But then I was like, why not just wait inside the car while you guys sitting, you know, talking outside the car unless they thought sitting inside two men sitting in the car may look even weirder. I don't know. So, but what got my attention was that when I came out of Walmart, I still saw the two guys to the left. However, there was like a van and some other cars in between them now. And then the other guys to the right, they went into like their car. They were still there because I was like looking like, where are they? So even though I was putting my, the groceries in the trunk of my car, I was still watching them and watching my surroundings. You understand me? Even, I think I did have a flyer, but I think I took it off or whatever. But what they're recommending guys is that even if you have a flyer on your car, don't take it off right there. Get into your car, drive down a little bit, then take it off or let that paper stay on there. Because think about it, guys, when you're really driving, are you driving to look down where the flyer is on your windshield? You still can see above that. So the reason why I want to do this episode is to give everyone a warning. Tell your family, friends, and whatever, you know, everyone. Beware of your surroundings, especially in common areas like Walmart, Target, wherever, any area. Not only are they figuring out that people are protecting themselves, but now they're drugging them. So therefore they can't fight back. What kind of messed up stuff is that? Oh my goodness gracious. So here is the thing, guys. Educate your children. Walk in pairs. If you're single, just even be even more cautious. But if you have a friend or a sibling or a spouse or a significant other, 
go together. I think it's better when you're in pairs and numbers than when you are alone. You know what I mean? So there's so many other stories I can tell you. I mean, there is a radio station that I listen to when I'm going into work sometimes. And this guy is new to Atlanta. And I think I said this before. And he was coming home from a party with another co-worker. And he saw at the stoplight like this truck, the back of the truck just opened up, guys. And this woman with barely any clothes on was like hidden their car because their car was in back of the truck. And at first they were like, is this a prank? Because they weren't accustomed to that kind of stuff. Nobody knows that Georgia is the number one hub for sex trafficking. And if you're moving to Atlanta because Atlanta is beautiful or whatever, I can understand why Georgia is the number one. You want to know why? Because it's full of trees. There's so many empty lots and space and greenery. I mean, there was a movie a long time ago with Leslie Uggams who played in Roots and whatever. And I was up late at night several years ago. I want to say it was over 10 years ago, just flipping through the channel, watching the TV. And I said, oh, that's a girl from Roots. And, you know, I think she played Kizzy. And it was a weird movie. And I think it was shot in Atlanta. Long story short, she was a model. Her car got... um stalled and she asked for help and these Caucasian guys took her up into the woods in Georgia kind of like raped her and tied her up and kept her hostage in the middle of nowhere because it was so woodsy and hilly and everything and I think they were even trying to marry her off and something it was a weird movie that I was up late and and I came to work the next day telling them about it. And I couldn't remember the name. But I think if you type in Leslie Uggams, you can find the movie or whatever. But guys, it is so weird um, that this is happening in this state and other states and across. It's not even in the United States. It's all over the world right now. And I just want to do my due diligence in regards to pay attention to your surroundings. Whether you're in the supermarket, don't be afraid to call the manager or someone for help. I know you don't want to accuse anyone, but even if you suspect anyone, do like me and follow them and watch them and see what's happening before, you know, and alerting people. Um, It's better that you be wrong than to be right. In other words, so what if you mistakenly accuse them? As long as you know that, suppose you were right. You know what I mean? Don't be afraid to get involved, especially in a public place. If you're in big supermarket areas, watch your surroundings. Before you click open your car, look around. It's not that important to take off the flyers off your car in Walmart, if you, you know, Walmart parking lot or wherever. Sex trafficking is growing. Um, hopefully the authorities are doing more and more to, you know, break up all of this. The only thing that can help us right now, guys, is education. So I hope that you guys like this episode. Um, Hope it was informative to you all. And I hope that you guys learned something from it. Um, Remember that you can, there's a new episode on Go 10 Lisa with me, Lisa Waldron, every Friday on any podcast app, just by typing in Go, the number 10, L-I-S-A. It's all one word. You can find me on anchor.fm, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, you name it. 
Go to Lisa Podcast is there. Don't forget to subscribe so therefore you don't miss out on a new episode. Give a rating and tell a friend. Guys, you know I have a passion for sharing and I think this episode was definitely sharing, definitely educating you all. And I hope that you guys go and continue to share, to educate, and even look around in your home, in your neighborhood. You don't even know what's happening you know, in your neighborhood and with your, with anyone nowadays, it looks like with anyone. So just be careful out there, spread the news and just watch your surroundings and protect our young people and protect ourselves. Okay, guys, I love talking to you guys. You know, it's a passion of mine to always, always talk to you guys on this podcast and um, I will talk to you guys next week. All right. Have a wonderful week. Wonderful weekend. Peace, love. Bye.